friends. Welcome back to the Living Out Loud with Allie and Amanda podcast. My name is Amanda. The Living Out Loud show is where we invite a different guest each week. We give our guests the opportunity to share her story. Our hope is that their story will encourage you in some way. My name is Allie, and I want to say thank you to our awesome listeners for letting us into your lives each month. So grab your coffee or favorite beverage, and let's get started. here with our guest today. Her name is Liz Williams. Hello. She is our first college student to come on our show and I'm so excited about that because we have a wide range of listeners of women from teenager to 70 to 80 year olds. So it's so important that we have a college student on today and just excited about you sharing your story. Yes, I'm excited and um, very honored to be here. So yay. Well, um, you are from Corinth, Yes, Corinth, Mississippi. And northeast Mississippi, about how many minutes from Oxford? About, about an hour and a half from Oxford and then 45 minutes from Tupelo. So do people that live there say Corinth or Corinth? <laughs> it's spelled C-O-R, but people <laughs> from Corinth say Corinth, like C-A-R. <laughs> That's what I thought. That's why I've heard people refer to it as that. And I was yes. Like, what are you saying? It's technically Corinth, but we Corinth. say Corinth. Corinth. <laughs> awesome. We're in well, the South, so that's okay. That's right. Yeah, and we have something in common. We are both the oldest of four girls. That's right. Sisters. Yes. So uh, I want to see what kind of things we have in common with that. Our so, four daddies. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did y'all fight? Argue a lot growing up? Um, Growing up, we just kind of like bickered back and forth. But it, I mean, as we've gotten older, we're all like really close. Yeah. So it's been neat to see that kind of unfold. That's like us. I mean, we really, when I look back, I always tell people we didn't argue a whole lot just normal like what you're saying but the one thing I remember is like if we argued over something it was over clothes yes because we could Uh all wear (laughs) the same shirts yeah and we were probably like all within five and a half years apart yep I mean we would be dragging each other down the hall (laughs) if I wanted to wear the same shirt as her not down drag out (laughs) like it was like I think about it now and it was hilarious yeah it's really the big thing that we argued about yeah it's really funny with my family because um all four girls, it goes E-R-E-R. So I'm Elizabeth, then Rebecca, then Emma, then Rachel. And so it's kind of weird because um, the two, we say the two E's are alike and the two R's are alike. So that's been kind of interesting to see like back and forth. That is fun. Okay. I was like the mama Mm -hmm. of the sisters and my sister who is like, you cannot be closer than a twin because we're like 10 and a half months apart. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We stayed the same age for a month or 11 months. That's awesome. And um, she was like the dad personality okay. <laughs> so we had two little sisters so it's amanda me brandolyn emily and aaron so i mean they're not that much younger than us but they were the little sisters yeah. and we were the older sisters yep. and so i was like the mom peacemaker she was the dad like you are gonna do what you need to do <laughs> i mean there were times like she went to a party and drug my little sister out of a party that she wasn't supposed to be at like the dad, like oh, it was wow. awesome. Like and, and Aaron is awesome. My little sister is just funny memories. Like she could not get away with anything. They couldn't because like we were gonna make sure they did what they were supposed Doing to do. Doing right. Um, and when they weren't or whatever, we would. So I don't know. Are y'all like that? Like were y'all like the mom and dad? I'm or? kind of more of like the reserved one. Like kind of a big rule follower. Kind yeah. of stand in the back. And my mom always tells this funny story. One time, my sister Rebecca and I were with her in the grocery store, and Rebecca's two years two years younger than me, and um, so I was like 
maybe five and she was three or something like that. And she, we were in the grocery store and she was saying, waving to all these people like, Hey, Hey. And my mom says that I looked at, I looked up at her and said, mom, we don't know those people. And so oh I'm just gosh. always the one like kind of reserved. Rebecca's so outgoing, which I love that about her. Yeah. Um, what about the other two? Are they the younger? other two? I mean, yes. I know they're younger, but what, how old? Um, Emma is 15 in the okay. ninth grade. And then Rachel is 11 in oh, wow. the fifth grade. So, um, I, when my mom had Rachel, I was 10 years old. So it was kind of fun for me to always have that baby sister. Yeah. Um, cause I'm more of like the mom yeah. type. <laughs> Peacemaker, totally me. Let's just all get along. And I was just like loving on them, making them, trying to make sure they did right. But yep. I just wanted to save them from the hard times in life. Like don't learn the hard way, yep. you know, but yeah. anyway, they're awesome. I love them. And you talk about how you have a great relationship with your sisters today. Yes. And that is how I am with my sisters. I love, love, love them. We have a group text ongoing Love for it. like, I don't even know when it started, but it's so fun. We never talk on the phone. Yep. We're not phone talkers, <laughs> but we know what's going on in That's right. each other's lives, everything, because we will text everything. It will be the silliest thing. If someone took our phone and read our group text, <laughs> it would be so embarrassing. <laughs> They'd be like, what are y'all talking about? Yeah, so that's I, awesome. They're fun and they're silly. My mom's in that text too. Yeah. Um, we have serious sides and we have goofy, silly sides that like no one would understand. That's right. That's us too. And what's fun is our kids, <laughs> they totally get it. And yeah. It's, we're just like, yes, they got that they trait. Got, I love it. Like, we're so excited <laughs> when we're goofy and silly. Yeah. Um, but because you gotta have all of that. That's right. And so, anyway, but I do love um, having, when we do like holidays, Christmas stuff, I mean, we have so much fun. Yes. And, I don't know if we talked about this last time, though. Like, we have fun together, and we love each other, but we can only be around each other for so long because we are girls, and we do all have different personalities. So, I mean, after the second day, if we're, like, together too long, we're just, like, yep. at each other. <laughs> like, we got to go home. That's us, too. Yeah. Yeah. I love them, but that's us, too, yeah. for sure. <laughs> well, it's good to know that it's just not that's just right. us. It's, it's, uh, it's normal. All the way around, yeah, family <laughs> thing, so... Okay, so it's finally cooler outside, Allie. Mm -hmm. How are you liking that? Love it. Even though I, I like summer better, but yeah, it is nice. I love this time of year because my clients, I can take them outside. We're not mm -hmm. bound to inside the studio walls, yeah. so we can go outside, we can run, it just feels so good. It feels better outside than it does inside. Yes. You know? so and I, I mean, finally, it is. Finally. <laughs> it came so much later this year. Than last year, so yeah. Okay, guys, um, this is so important. It's about hair, and <laughs> yes, <laughs> I just discovered like I've been seeing this on different posts of different friends, and they're saying that this is life changing. It's called the Beach Waver Wand. Yes, and I'm so intrigued by it because I have a regular wand that I wanted so bad because people have done my hair, done the little wand curls, and they look so cool and good. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I love it. But I am not good at it, doing it to my own hair. So when I saw this, I was like, well, maybe this is the answer. I could get those curls and it, it rotates, yep. right? Okay. The, I have one, actually. And I cannot curl my own hair. I have practiced for, like, years trying to curl my own hair. And my hair is, like, bored straight, so it doesn't hold curl either. But I got the beach waver for Christmas last year, and it's just, like, been life-changing, honestly. You push a button and it just... Yes, yeah, so you kind of... you. Like a normal curling iron, you clamp your hair right here in the clamp, and then 
press a button and it the barrel like twists and curls it for you. Wow. Well, you're welcome, Beach Waver One. <laughs> That's uh, right. People who came up with that. <laughs> great advertisement. But how did I not, not even know about that? Like that came. You got it last Christmas. I got it last Christmas. Mm -hmm. I mean, okay, I'm so late on this. Usually, I know about hair stuff. <laughs> yeah, I've never even heard of it. I just one day saw it on probably Instagram or something. And I was like, Oh my goodness, I need to try that. And, yeah. um, so I got it for Christmas and it's been life changing. I st I use it almost every day. <laughs> that is so awesome. Well, I just wow. want to know, um, <laughs> I, I, I'm thinking I need to put that on my wish list for something Christmas birthday. That's right. Valentine's. I don't know. I would recommend. <laughs> I just, I'm glad that you're telling me this cause I wanted to make sure it was worth the money cause it's a lot. Right? Yeah, it is, but it's totally worth it. Okay, good. Totally worth it. Good, <laughs> good to hear. Well, we're excited to hear your story. I'm just yeah. going to let you share because I know a little bit. Yeah. Um, I've heard bits and pieces, and I'm so glad you're able to share it with us and our listeners today. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Wherever you want to um, I'm probably going to focus on more so the college years because that's just kind of the season that I'm in right now. It's fresh. But uh, that's right. Um, growing up, like they said, I'm from Corinth, Mississippi, and that was kind of like my comfort zone. I knew everybody there. We went, you know, my family goes to an awesome church in Corinth, so we knew everybody there, too. Um, I babysat for this awesome family and it was just like, I knew everybody, I was comfortable. Like, and so when college came around me graduating high school and time to move to Oxford, I kind of like had my, my heels in the ground. Like I did not want to leave my comfort zone. Um, I was very nervous about being in a new place and meeting new people. Um, I'm one of those people. I don't really like change that much. And so when I, when it was time for me to move to Oxford, I was like, I am so scared. I do not want to do this, but, um, I'll never forget it. A sweet friend sent me a text message and it said, um, wherever Jesus is, that's where your home is because he is our home. And so I knew that, um, I knew in my heart that, you know, Jesus obviously is in Oxford too. Mm -hmm. And so that could become my home because he's there. Mm -hmm. And that really just kind of changed my outlook on everything. Of course, I was still nervous to move, but, um, that really just gave me a lot of comfort in knowing that um, wherever he is is our home. Um, and so got to Ole Miss. Okay, yeah. So did we say you were a senior at Ole Miss? I can't I, I'm a senior okay. at Ole Miss. Okay. I <laughs> yes. can't remember if we said that. <laughs> um, major is elementary education. So um, got to Ole Miss my freshman year. Um, had a very awesome roommate. We're still great friends to this day. So that was a, very much so a blessing. Um and I'm one of those people who I, I like to think, um, I want people to think that I'm like great on the outside. I don't like to ask for help. Um, yeah. and that's, <laughs> that's, I've learned is, you know, big flaw, but I am one of those people where I'm like, I'm great. I don't need anybody's help. I'm, I'm awesome. And so, um, first semester of college was very hard for me because I was in 12 hours of school and like I said, I'm one of those people who I, I know I need help, but I don't like to ask for it. And so um, I was struggling in two of my classes, and it's, it's so silly sounding now, but, like, I did not want to ask for help because I was too prideful, I guess. But um, so I ended up failing one of those classes and making a D in the other one. And so at Christmas of my freshman year, I um, went home, and I had, like, for Christmas break, and I had, like, a one-point-something GPA, which was, like, heartbreaking to oh, me yeah. because um, – I just, that was totally, I've, I've never experienced something like that before. And I was just scared of what the future was going to be like. And um, 
So I went home with like a 1.5 GPA or something like that. And um, then I came back from Christmas break to Ole Miss that in January. And I was then at a place where I didn't want to tell anybody that I, that had happened to me because I was so embarrassed. I was so like, just want, I just wanted to sweep it under the rug and for it to be like over and done with. Um, but through that process, the Lord really um, showed me all about like trusting in him because I didn't know what was going to happen, but I knew that if I would let him, that he would use it for his glory. Um, and so I remember praying a prayer, just like, Lord, I don't know why this is happening, but I know that you can use it for your good. And I pray that you will use it for your good. And he definitely has, I've been able to walk through, um, seasons with girls going through the exact same thing, um, which has been really cool. And I tell everybody I would do it all over again because it, I, I just saw so much growth in that. Um, and so that was my freshman year, very hard, but I learned a lot from it and I was stretched very much so. Um, but I grew a lot in, in trusting in the Lord. And then sophomore year was just kind of, it was fun. You know, I was back and, um, I had a sweet friend named Betsy Kate who, um, was two years older than me and she began to disciple me and we started to talk about vulnerability, which I was horrible at. (laughs) Um, but that she really helped me um, understand the importance of it is okay not to be okay. Mm-hmm. And um, that really um, changed my perspective on a lot of things. I began to open up more to people. Um, I began to share my story more with people, which I, it's still kind of hard for me to talk about today, but I know that it's so important because that's how um, the, I, I have grown so much from that. And I know it's important to share um, the good times, but also the bad times too, because um you know, the Lord is with us in the valley, but he also calls us to triumph on the mountaintop, which um, is very encouraging to me. So she began to disciple me uh, my sophomore year. So we talked a lot about vulnerability and that that I grew so much from that year. And then um, so that was sophomore year. It was it was good. I was still growing. Um, and then junior year, I kind of got comfortable. I was like, OK, like I got this. I'm I can be vulnerable. Yeah. <laughs> um and then, so first semester of junior year was great, um, and then second semester rolled around, and the Lord took me through a really hard season where um, He was just revealing a lot of sin in my life, and I didn't really know why or what this was for, um, but I, I think it's so easy in college for us to get like that tunnel vision, and so we can't see anything. It's hard for us not to see anything past what we're going through right now. And so um, he began to reveal a lot of sin in my life, jealousy, control. Control was a big one. Um, busyness, like we were talking about earlier. Um, and so I, he, he was taking me through that season, and I fell into a season of depression, which is a really scary place to be for um, somebody who doesn't like to ask for help, you know. Um, and so I, I was like, God, like, what are, you, what are you doing in this season of my life? And um, there were, I've had some really close friends that I've been able to talk to, talk through everything with. And, um, like I said earlier, what the Lord really taught me was that he is with us and he meets us and loves us where we are, but he loves us too much to let us stay there. And so he met me where I was in the Valley, but he stretched me and grew me and brought me to triumph on the mountaintop. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that is really what I've been learning. He, stripped me of everything that was blocking my vision from him. And that's one thing that I I think that's my favorite part about Jesus is that he loves us so much that he'll strip everything away 
in order for to for him to bring us back to himself, mm-hmm. which I think that's incredible that we have a father that loves us that much. Yeah. Um, and so went through a season of depression, but he, like I said, he brought me to that victory, um, which led me to get baptized at Pine Lake in June. And um, it had been on my heart for a while, but I was, I just kind of like pushed it to the back burner. I didn't really want to talk about it, but then it was very evident that that was my next step that I needed to take. And so um, I reached out to Jody Seltzer and Jonathan Palmer at Pine Lake and kind of talked through baptism with them. Um, and on June 26th, this this past summer, I got baptized at Pine Lake. And um, it has just been incredible to see um, what the Lord has done through that, um, that step of obedience, which was very hard for me, but he was like, I heard him saying, this is what I will have for you next. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was talking with somebody the other day. It's, it's crazy to look back now that I'm a senior, it's crazy to look back like on all the, um, the past year since, since freshman year and just seeing how much the Lord has really like stretched me and grown me and mm-hmm. I would do it all over again. I don't like change, but he has reminded me that change reminds us of our need for him, mm-hmm. um, that we're just, we're created for dependence on him. And through change, we experience that because if we didn't have change, you know, we would get too comfortable and we'd be like, Oh, I got this yeah. kind of like I was sophomore year. Um, but he has really shown me and taught me that change is such a good thing because it reminds us of our need for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so senior year rolled around and, uh, here we are. It's, it's been really, really cool to see, um, just what the Lord has, has done this past summer and what he's continuing to do. So, um, I'm really excited to see what the future has in store. Yes. Thank you for sharing all of that. That is so many people go through that, especially, uh, college students. Yeah. And so I guess I want to ask, what were what are some things that you would advise a college student mm-hmm. or anyone yeah. going through depression? And did you go through anxiety too? Yes. Okay. Yes. So what are some things that you would advise? Um, I would say definitely have those people that you can talk to because I had them, like I still have them, but I didn't want to open up. Mm-hmm. And so my biggest piece of advice would probably be to just be open to being vulnerable it's okay not to be okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's a huge thing that I had to learn the hard way almost. Um, but just have this surround yourself with those people who, um, leave you better and Mm -hmm. who leave you brighter and who can, um, pour into you and speak into you during those hard times. Um, I don't, I don't remember if I said this the last podcast, I may have just shared it with another friend, but I've been doing the armor of God Bible study by Priscilla Schreier. And she was talking about the shoes of peace. Mm-hmm. And whenever she talked about that, did I talk about this last time, Allie? I can't remember. But it was so simple, and I can't even remember the verse. I need to find that verse. But it was talking about the way to have peace is this verse. It, it talks about Thanksgiving. Yeah. And when you sit down and you focus on just thanking God for everything in your life yeah. that you have to be thankful for that he gives you peace through that. That's right. And I thought that is something that we know, and it's so simple, mm-hmm. but I'm like, so cool how God gives you the recipe for peace. Yep. And when you're struggling with different anxiety and just different things, you're just worried about so many things. And when we can just sit down and focus and be thankful that somehow through that, isn't that neat? Yes. Like, it's just an amazing thing. I need to find that verse while we're talking so I can yeah. share that. But, um, that's some good advice. That for, is. Just to be able to talk to people 
to be open be to open to tell you know I need help you know I'm going through this hard time and I I need you to speak truth into my life that I already know but I need to hear again and so that's what my friends and family were able to do for me which was such a blessing that I have those people around me that I can talk to and um for me to can I can come to them when I'm not okay and they can be like well let me remind you of this truth that God has for us um and so like I said, we know we already we know it. We just need somebody to speak that into our lives again um, through what we may be going through. So I think that's very important. When we started our ministry, you know, there were several things that we were talking about of why why we were starting this. Number one was to encourage to be yeah. able to share your story to encourage others who are listening. Also, um, the transparency that mm-hmm. you use um, to share and the freedom that it brings when you do share your yes. own story because there is freedom when you get it out there. That's you right. Say it. Um, but another one was vulnerability. Yep. And, um, you know, being authentic, uh, authentic, thank you, <laughs> authentic, um, is just so important, especially in our society now because girls, and I know from going to school, Ole Miss too, I don't know, it's at every college campus and it is hard. I mean, as a female and seeing all, especially, you know, here on campus, all we're known for all these beautiful girls and they right. have it all and everything's good and they're making the grades and they're in these sororities and, you know, everything, this and that lines up. But if you go down on the inside, what is mm-hmm. the true struggle? That's right. You know, and, and there's so much struggle because when you're a college student, you are in that transition in your life that you're coming out of this secure, sheltered, in a sense, environment of your high school of what mm-hmm. you've always known to having to be a grown-up yeah you know and and it's hard to be vulnerable it in is. any way but especially in that scene because you know you don't have those people right there around you you're living with somewhat of a stranger That's or right. you know a friend and it can be really difficult yep. and you know my heart goes out to them because I remember I wasn't there that long ago um, but just how freeing it is to go and share that with somebody yes. that you trust. And that's the key too, is that somebody that you know, you trust, not just somebody that's going to speak some type of worldly advice into you, but more exactly. of somebody that's, that is grounded in their faith that will lead you, um, to the truth and will, will show you and give you advice on, on what steps to take from there. Um, but it's incredible. It's not an easy thing to do to, it's not. to share <laughs> Something like this of you, you know, not having the grades that you wanted to Mm -hmm. and going through something like that, that can be um, embarrassing to you and bring, you know, those feelings of shame, but that you're willing to share that because, I mean, that is truly what vulnerability is. Yes. And that is what is so freeing to people that are listening to this, that, you know, are in college and that are hiding, whatever it is that is tearing them up inside that they need to say, it's okay. God There's will so use much freedom in it. Yeah, yeah, God will use it, and He will, and He has clearly yes. because now you are going and sharing this with everybody that you know and bringing right. freedom to those people. Right. And at the use. time, I I was like, I don't know how in the world this could be used for good mm-hmm. because I'm so ashamed, I'm so embarrassed. But I remember one day just crying out to Him, like, I'm begging you, please just use this for your your good and your glory. And yeah. it's been incredible to see the the things that he's done through that. So I would do it all over again if I had to. Um, well, and it's a choice. Too. That's right. You know, you chose to pick it up, to pick yourself up and to, and to take it to the feet of God and mm-hmm. to say, okay, I don't see how you can make this beautiful, but I'm trusting that you can. And so I'm choosing to move forward. Right. You know, that's what, that's what we all need to do, whether in college or not, is whatever we are waiting on, whatever we 
um, you know, are shameful about or embarrassed about, how can we bring that to the feet of God and say, this is ugly, but I know you can make it beautiful and I'm going to allow you to do that. And I want to encourage everybody that's listening to this, you know, whatever, whatever it is you are going through, just take it, take it to the feet of God. You know, he is waiting. So good. I was just thinking we had a bunch of people at our house this past weekend um, we live in a college town, and so um, most people who live here usually have lots of visitors during the football season. And um, we had some fun guests this weekend, and some of there were families, and they had some um, daughters who were touring Ole Miss. And just, you know, they're not graduating for a couple of years, yeah. but just trying to get an idea and just thinking about where they're going to go to college. And one of the things that the mom said um, that she's really – like thinking about and looking at is a church for her daughter. Mm -hmm. And I love that she was thinking of that because of course she's wanting to rush and all these things and all of those things are important to her. Um, But I think it's so important, like where you choose to go to college to find a church where you can get plugged in because just like you, the things that you were going through, you said, you know, you don't know what you would have done without your church. And Mm -hmm. like, it is such an important thing. I mean, um, so many times you get to college and you're on campus there and you have friends, great friends, and you've got lots of activities with whatever sorority or whatever you're involved in, but nothing can take the place of having a great home faith family, um, because you need that, especially going through, um, with what you went through. Yes. Um, talk to us a little bit about when you said you were, that God was revealing some things to you, Mm -hmm. um, some sin in your life, like control or um, some other things that you listed. Mm -hmm. You know, I think a lot of times when we think of sin, I know for me, we think of God was revealing sin. We go to the worst case, like what we think would be the worst case, like worst, very worst sin you could possibly imagine. Mm -hmm. And we forget that control, that not trusting are just as much of a sin in God's eyes than something bigger, you know, bigger than that, that we, we feel like is bigger because that's what society has shown us. And that's how, you know, that's how we feel. But talk through some of those, the control, the trust, some other things that you named. Um, When God was putting those on your heart, what are some things that steps that you took to kind of go after those and allow God to change you in that? Yeah. So the main one I would say is I like to be in control of things. Uh And so I like to, um, only associate myself with things that I can um, control, I guess. And so he very quickly revealed to me that that that's not how I'm supposed to live. Um, And so he would, he loves us. He loved me so much that he would begin to kind of um, take those things that I had control of, kind of take them away. Mm -hmm. And so that really made me like, it forced me to like turn to him and be like, what are you like, what are you doing in my life right now? And he, um, I would also make busyness an idol. And so I would just keep myself busy, um, with just different things. I would have a to-do list so long, just, it felt so good to just check those things off, Uh which that's, that's still a great thing to do. But if you make it an idol, like I did, then it can, um, it can be very dangerous. And so I was just so busy doing all these different kinds of things, getting plugged in and all these different kinds of things that I, um, had control over that I kind of was like, I got this, like, it's okay. Like I'll, I'll come back, you know, when, when I need something type thing. Um, and so he began to just like strip those away Mm -hmm. and, um, he made it very clear that 
you know, I love you so much that I'm doing this in order for you to come back to me Mm -hmm. because you're my child. You're my beloved. I love you so much that I would do this for you. And so that's kind of, it's kind of a hard thing to grasp, but I think that's, what's so beautiful about his love for us is that he loves us that much that he will take us through hard seasons Mm -hmm. so that we can come back to him, back to his feet. Um, which is exactly what he did. You know, he knew that that hard season would lead to me um, becoming more vulnerable and being baptized. And he, I, I couldn't see those things at the time, but he knew he had that plan for my life and he was going to do whatever it took to get me to that next place. Right. So I thought that was really, really yeah, cool. So good. Lots of encouragement in all of those things that you experienced and that you're sharing today. Um, Okay, so we want to know a little bit more about you before we go. Yeah. What are some things that you do for fun? Well, um, I live in my sorority house, so I like to, I'm always surrounded by girls. And I just think that it's so cool to be able to be surrounded by that many people at one time. Mm-hmm. I love to just hang out with everybody. We, um, we love to go out to eat. And mm-hmm. um, it's just been really cool to see the blessings that the Lord has used through my friends, mm-hmm. through me just like hanging out with them and um, them pouring their wisdom into me. Yeah. And so we like to um, just hang out, go to the movies, go out to eat. Um, I also um, love to babysit. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> um, I, I do that a lot. I, I and love... you're such a blessing. Like that... <laughs> That is such a way that I see how you serve. You do that. I see you serving in a lot of ways, but just you go out there and watch kids at the (laughs) Grove and don't even go to the games, do you, most of the time? No, and and that's what I would rather do, honestly. It's just just what I love. It's such Um, a ministry, really, in your heart. I just love that about you. Yes, wow. and I, I love you know serving in the nursery at church. That's just that's just where I thrive, and I feel like um, the Lord has really given me that gift mm-hmm. um, of serving children, which I, I, that's a, that's what I love. Well, today. it is a big deal because whether it's a baby or a kindergartner, I was talking about this last night with um, a, a friend, a man who has been teaching I think kindergartners and first graders for like the last ten years. Mm-hmm. I was talking to him about it, and I was like, this is such a big deal. It's such a huge impact in like for Cade, my five-and-a-half-year-old, for him to want to go to church and be excited about going to church is mm-hmm. huge. And yeah. you who work in there and are there every Sunday, I don't know whether you know or not what an impact in ministry that is. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, there have been times where Cade just wasn't feeling it. You know, he was wanting right. to go into the big worship with us and he just wants to be with his big brothers. Now he actually, like, wants to be in his class. Mm-hmm. And it's because... There's this lady, um, Tony um, Overby. She is awesome, and she's just there, right. and, and he loves her, and, and she knows that. She can tell, and mm-hmm. so he wants to keep going back, and yeah. I'm so thankful because it is he's not listening in the big service. So right. <laughs> he's not getting anything out of it, and he's moving, and it's, it's distracting us, so mm-hmm. we're like, we're so glad he's getting something, and he's being so loved, and I was telling him, I remember when I was four and a half to five, my Sunday school teacher. Yeah, she made the biggest impact on me. I mean, I can't even tell you what she said. It was just her spirit of the Lord, like sweetness, and I loved her. And it was just Jesus through her, just her presence. Yeah, being there, it was encouraging to me, and it made me love Jesus. I mean, at four and a half. So, 
Um, I love that. So, okay, so I interrupted you. What are some other things? Was that all you were going to say? Yeah, okay. that's, I mean, just, just kind of being present with people. Um, I love to go to like one-on-one dinners with people and just really get to um, know their story and ask mm-hmm. them where they are. Um, because I feel like that's something that the Lord has really been impressing on my heart is being very intentional with people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm going to be at Ole Miss next year doing a fifth year, but you know, when I'm gone, um, I want to have, to have looked back and, and have been very intentional in my relationships. And so, um, so awesome. It's so awesome that those girls there have you, Oh, you're sweet. <laughs> um, investing in their lives and, you know, these moms who may have questions about sororities. Do you have any advice? I mean, do you, has, it's been a great experience for you. It has, and it's it's brought me the best friendships yeah. um, that I could have ever asked and prayed. I remember praying um, when I, before I left for college my freshman year, Lord, just give me those friends that I can be real with and I can have real conversations with. And he mm-hmm. has. He has done that immeasurably more than I ever could have asked or imagined. But um, it's been such a great blessing to me. And So do you think, like, with anything, it can be done right and it can be done wrong? And yes. So, yeah. So it's just going in with the mindset yes. of the intent of, Let's do this right. Yes, exactly. And you you have to, you know, be very um, conscious of not getting absorbed in everything, mm-hmm. um, but more so seeing it as like a, a mission field, honestly, mm-hmm. and just a, a big blessing that, you know, you can be around this many people at once. And you have to be very careful not to get the tunnel vision. You have to, you know, remind yourself that there's stuff going on outside, mm-hmm. but it can be a huge, huge blessing, and that's what it's been for me. I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade it for the world. I love that. Cool. So, Allie, did you have anything else you wanted to say or ask her before I ask her what her favorite song is right now? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say thank you for sharing, and thank you for being, you know, for taking your story and taking time to invest in others. I know that that. You know, if we had more college girls like you, you know, I really think that the world would be so much better oh. and that the college experience would be so much better because, you know, you're actually taking the time, even people your age, to say, hey, I love you. I care enough about you to get to know you. Yeah. And that those relationships will last. They'll always remember you, you know, and the friendship oh. that you, mm-hmm. you know, you gave to them. That's a huge blessing because it's hard to find good friends. It you is. Know, it is. And it's so important. Yeah. Well, I want to say, too, before we go, you have been such a blessing to me. Cool. I help lead Bible, um, a Bible study for students, high school, at our church, and Liz helps um, me with that, and we both do that, and she invests in our high school and middle school um, girls, and always so willing to do that, and so I just appreciate you and your heart, and you're such a blessing to your sorority, your church, and to me. Oh. So, yeah. So, okay, tell us your song. Is there a song that's encouraging you right now that we can share with our listeners? Yes. It's called um, What a Beautiful Name. By It's on Hillsong's new album. And there's a line in there, and it says, He didn't want heaven without us, so he brought heaven down. Oh. And so I just think that that is so powerful. And I play it on repeat, you know, when I'm walking to class in my car. Um, it's just it's just so much truth in that song. And um, I just love listening to those words because it's so true. He didn't want heaven without us. So he brought it down to us, which is incredible. (laughs) Beautiful. I can't wait to go listen. Yes. It's so good. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you. Thank y'all. Everybody's got a story.